My name is Shub Saran, and this is a podcast series where I explore the life of musicians on and off stage. I'm making this series to ask what it means to be a musician today in the hopes that I can better understand what we do and why we choose to do it. I wrote my song Slip sometime in 2015 using a jam man loop pedal and this series of spread triads. But even as I finished the song on my notation software, I remember having the feeling that this little polyrhythmic odd meter thing was never going to go anywhere. It was way too much of an exercise in counting for it to ever be played musically by real musicians. But I still held on to it. And I'm so glad that I did because what I unknowingly did in 2015 in my tiny bedroom in my first New York apartment in Bushwick, Brooklyn, was create the only song that I would continue to play at every single live show with every version of my band for the next seven years. Slip is more than just an old song. It has come to represent the growth in the sound of my entire band and in a sense traces a line through my whole music career so far. With each passing band member in different versions of my group, Everybody has left their mark on the song, altering the arrangement in some small way that has now become a part of the ever-evolving live arrangement of Slip. Today, I'm going to be joined by both the drummers in my band. My name is Angelo Spompanato, and I play drums in the Shubsaran band. I'm Josh Bailey, and I play drums in the Shubsaran Jazz Explosion. (laughs) And we're going to be talking about the evolution of a song. So let's go back to 2015. Bushwick, tiny bedroom, loop pedal. I was a fresh music school grad with all the hopes and dreams that a young musician has, a little over a year after moving to New York City. No albums to my name, barely any gigs, and I didn't really even have a band. But I was still writing music because that's what I came to New York to do. So every day, our apartment on Aberdeen Street would be filled with the sounds of three young musician roommates practicing and writing music in our makeshift home studios. One of those roommates was saxophone player Brian Plouts, who is still in my band today and has been all these years. We'd spend all day walking in and out of each other's bedrooms, sharing the latest little musical idea that we had come up with for that day. And as Brian walked into my room that afternoon, I performed for him what I guess you could call the first ever live version of Slip not realizing that this little riff on a loop pedal would take us on multiple tours across dozens of cities in the US and twice across the world for two India tours as well. The first time I actually played Slip Live was with three amazing musician friends for a one-off show in Boston, where, if I recall correctly, the venue told us to turn down after the first song so that the audience could enjoy their dinner. Anyway... I remember rehearsing Slip for this show and it being a disaster. Not because the musicians couldn't play it. They were incredible musicians. But it was because the parts just seemed to be so confusing. I didn't have a drum part, so the drummer was forced to come up with some version of a groove by reading a combination of the melody and the piano part at the same time. And the rest of the parts just didn't make sense. I came back from the gig and like many post-gig days, I decided to cut the things that didn't work and keep the things that did. However, I wasn't convinced that this new, complicated song idea deserved to be scrapped for parts. 
not just yet at least. Fast forward to the end of that year, I booked another gig, but this time with one of the first versions of my current band at a venue in New York called Pianos Upstairs, where typically the band upstairs would have to be loud enough to compete with the music coming from pianos downstairs. But all that being said, Pianos Upstairs did become the birthplace for my band and for Brian's band, which would later be called Aberdeen. Here's audio from that show of one of the first full band versions of Slip with Brian and Jared Yee being the only two members from this lineup who are still in the band today. It was pretty slow and heavy, but really groovy. Thanks to the drummer, Sean, we finally had a bass and kick pattern that was mirroring the left hand of the piano, and the rest of the groove was supporting the melody that I was playing, and it all really came together. The song also featured this overly dramatic ending with an overly dramatic chord, which fortunately did not make the record. It's 2016, and by this time, I've tried this complicated song idea a few more times with a few more people, including a last-minute show in Delhi using a friend's pedal board while I was home for the holidays. But still no official band and no convincing arrangement of the song. While back in the States, I'd spend the rest of the year doing more of the same. Figuring out how to be a New York musician, how to survive in New York as a musician, and when I wasn't doing that, I was spending the rest of my time writing and demoing music in my makeshift home studio that would go on to become my first album, Hamira. In November, I booked a rehearsal with a drummer I had only really met once before. Angelo Spampinato, and keys player Cale Hawkins. When it came time to play through that same unconvincing, complicated song idea, it sounded amazing, but still kind of unfinished. The missing ingredient was the right tempo. And during one of our breaks in that rehearsal, as a bit of a joke, the keys player, Cale, tried to see how fast he could play the piano part for the song. And what he played probably sounded just like this. Immediately, all of us in the room knew exactly what the tempo now had to be. From a slow, grooving, but kind of confusing song, it turned into this fast-paced, complex, and exciting piece of music. We all leaned into this new tempo, and piece by piece, the version of Slip that we play today was created. A bit of a side story, a few days later, on the morning of the recording session for Hamira, I woke up to a series of voicemails and text messages from Angelo. Oh my god, I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, I had to delay the session because I couldn't walk. I was just like flat on my bed, suffering through it, but uh, it just lasted like 24 hours. I don't think I had eaten anything in like a day and a half when we recorded. <laughs> The official recorded version of Slip, and really the entire album, was recorded by a drummer who had just barely recovered from food poisoning. Nevertheless, Angelo created an incredibly intricate and groovy part, 
followed by Josh Bailey, who came in later and overdubbed this percussion part, creating the main foundation for the song. It was kind of a last-minute session, too. I remember I was like, it was like right around Thanksgiving. I was driving to North Carolina to see family. I was in the back of this car trying to learn all of it and just kind of like handwriting stuff in. And it's funny, I still have like that chart that I have. Like people have reached out on Instagram and stuff for this chart from me. And I just send them this one, which happens to be the original one. It's like a photo that I turned into a PDF. And it's got all the handwritten stuff I scribbled on a paper chart I must have printed for that car ride. It's 2017. We're still figuring out how to be New York musicians, still figuring out how to survive as musicians in New York. But Hamira's out. We have an album, we have a band, and we even have a monthly residency at Rockwood Music Hall Stage 1. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. My name is Shub Sutherland. This is my incredible band. Where the stage is so small that both drummers played next to the stage instead of on it. And each month, we'd play Slip Live And as we got more comfortable with the song, we started adding parts of our own personalities to it. We changed little things like the start of the solo section. Or the drum fills in the melody section. But really what we were doing was trying to keep the music fresh and keep each other entertained month after month. And as we did that... Slip went from being that one song I would avoid because it just never seemed to work into this jam that we could do anything to, and it would always work. The following year in 2018, our friends from a series called Apartment Sessions asked if I'd be open to them arranging Slip for 34 musicians to be recorded live in a small apartment in Brooklyn. Of course, I said yes, and is one of the best recording sessions I've ever been a part of. Through the Apartment Sessions video, Slip started getting a little bit more attention online, slowly creeping its way up my top five on Spotify. And as that happened, we pushed the song further and further back into the setlist, saving it for later in our shows. After a year of playing as a band every month in New York City, including this one famous show featuring Adam Neely on bass. Right now, as you're watching this footage, I am high out of my damn mind. We go on our first international tour, taking Slip across four cities in India, five domestic flights, and two 14-hour international flights. This is my incredible band. We uh, flew out from New York a couple of days ago. We were in Delhi for a few days, uh, played at some venues there, and now we're in Bombay. And then we go to this Miami. entire time, I've still been writing, recording, and playing new music with the band. We even released a new EP called HADD, changing our setlist multiple times. But for some reason, Slip just doesn't leave the setlist. It starts to become that moment in our shows when we can really begin to experiment and stretch out, sounding different every time we play it. We're in 2019 now, three years together as a band, dozens of shows behind us, with a new monthly residency at Rocket Music Hall Stage 2 now. We're still squished on stage with two full drum sets plus five other musicians, but this begins to become the setting we feel the most comfortable in. 
We have Christian Lee on keys now, and every time we play Slip, he starts to add an immensely beautiful piano intro before the song starts. That summer, the morning of our show in June, Jared Yee, Mark Minujan, our bass player at the time, and the two drummers, Josh and Angelo and I, rehearsed Slip for what feels like the millionth time. But during the solo section, we try this new metric modulation thing, making the syncopated hits in the solo section feel like downbeats. We all stopped right in the middle of the song and had Jared loop his sax part on his loop pedal. From there, we spent the rest of the rehearsal just practicing trying to morph the groove to see how far we could really stretch the song. It was mostly for a joke, to make each other laugh and do some musician math. But the concept was so exciting that we decided to just try it on the gig that night. Here's an archived Instagram story off that rehearsal moment that I posted online to promote the gig that day. If I remember correctly, the actual moment on the gig didn't go very well. We had a few mistakes. I feel like, didn't we try this live once or twice and it like flopped? I think we tried to metric modulate, do the whole thing that we so excitedly rehearsed, but then we just got stuck in the new groove and none of us could figure out how to get back into the song. I think one of the initial problems was it was such a hard left turn that like we needed a crazy clear way of how we were getting into it, which was our first mistake learned, I think was like, how do, how do we start this? And then it was like, how do we get out of this? So then we worked into like your cue, which is you bring the melody back, but in five. Play that four times, which is our cue to go on to the church thing. And then I think we play that four times in its new meter. And then just hard shift back to to the original feel. But again, we just stuck with it. We just kept working on it and kept finessing it as a band till it started to feel musical. The reason all these moments that last over time, the reason they stick is because the final iteration, final because this could change this weekend in Texas, who knows, but like the air quotes final iteration is usually the one that's most musical. At the end of 2019, we went on our first U.S. tour, sharing the bill with Sungazer, collectively called Shubgazer, where we tried this new morphed version of Slip night after night, finally ending with this overly complex but pretty seamless metric modulation with a new set of chords and a little triplet fill that's technically in the space of four quintuplets. Which famously led to this amazing video by Adam called 420 Time Signatures. Actually, it wasn't until a couple days into the tour where we realized that that runt quarter note could, in theory, be considered the meme time signature of 420. Uh, you know, like, you do the During this tour, we also added this mega halftime section for the last melody, which requires just an insane amount of foot and hand coordination for the drummers. Yeah. 
we went on a joint Shubgazer India tour, keeping the tradition alive of trying to add as much of ourselves as we could to this song. Now, it's 2022, and the band has been touring, playing, writing, and recording for seven years, including our newest album, English, featuring the most recent addition to the band, Julia Adamy on bass, who brings her own incredible interpretation to the music, and to Slip, and all the arrangement changes we've made over the years. It's one of the songs where we really, it really shows the amount of time that we've been playing together. Like, we really know each other musically you can you can tell when people play live like if they're a group like if they're on the same page and i think that shows when we play some of the choices we make on the song don't always work out and at one of our gigs last week in dallas slip a song we've played a thousand times before sort of just fell apart because we were all trying something new trying to express ideas we were collectively hearing but that's great Sometimes it's not really about nailing that specific musical decision, but the real victory is feeling comfortable in a band where you can take those chances. And whether or not every version of Slip works out for the best, the most exciting part is knowing that we're always going to be pushing to try something new. There's a little piece of each of the band members that have played it in it. And yeah, everybody feeling comfortable to contribute in some way, I think has led to that and is really led to it feeling free. It's just a very collaborative piece when we play it live. And those little things are the moments that you were saying are like our little stamps that we leave on the songs. Because a big part of your project, which is different from all the other stuff that you and I play in together, it's like we all are taking ownership of this stuff. It's not just like, there's not an audience of one. Like I'm not just trying to make Shub's vision a reality solely. I want that to happen, but I also know that you want us to do our thing. And at this point, because of your success and everything, I think listeners want us to do our things. To say that the band has grown is an understatement. But in these seven years, there was never a time where I wasn't happy with how we sounded. I've loved every moment of it. But I've also learned that in order to move forward, you have to change your sound and your songs have to grow. Do you remember that one story I told you about this pop singer that I did some some TV stuff with. It's her first time on TV, my first time music directing, my first time playing on TV. Her manager told me the song has to be Shazamable. And I was like, uh, does that mean what I think it means? He's like, yeah, I need people across America and Canada to be able to hold their phone up to the TV and it be the, her song that shows up immediately, which was not recorded with live instruments. But I've got a four-piece band there and I've like quasi-arranged it Enough to feel good and different and exciting with a live band, but it had to be Shazamable. I, I don't think Slip is Shazamable anymore, but I think it's great. I'm incredibly grateful to the members of my band, both past and present, 
who have carried these songs forward and added a piece of themselves into the music. If you're coming to see us live, the one thing I can guarantee is that there will always be moments in our shows that will be as new to you as they are for us. 